Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can check him out on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. Uh, trying to, it's time to move on and look forward and try to figure out a way to get a win because uh, they're difficult in the NFL. And after uh, two losses in a row, you're desperate. Absolutely. Um, so today we're going to talk about the Cowboys matchup uh, with the Jets in in Week Six. Uh, we were just kind of talking pre-show. It's it's certainly not a trap game for Dallas, even though they have the the Eagles coming up in the following week. It's almost and I hate to use this word, but it's an almost a must-win game. You have to get back on track uh, to kind of salvage not the season, but uh, to stay above you know 500. Uh, I know. Uh, our friend Dana Houston at Cowboy Stats always talks about uh, the importance of trying to get uh, home field advantage or first round buy or even the the home uh, wild card game. It's just not often that you see Super Bowl winners that aren't having the first round buy. Uh, the Cowboys need this game to get back on track. So let's go ahead and talk about the matchup. Uh, we talked about on the crossover podcast the the different you know individual matchups with the, the Cowboys and the Jets. Uh, today we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to talk mostly about what the Cowboys need to do. If you want to listen to a lot about the Jets, uh, turn into uh, tune into Wednesday's show. Let's talk about the Cowboys. I want to start with their offensive line. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, the Cowboys practice without Tyron Smith or Lyle Collins. Landon, if the Cowboys don't have either of their tackles into this game, how big of a loss is that for them, and can they overcome it? Uh, I think that they can overcome it. Um, just based on, I mean, if you go back and watch, I didn't think that the they played poorly at, at tackle it's when both of their guys were gone. I mean, even with Fleming in, I, I think some people are over-exaggerating his struggles compared to what expectations should be. But I think that, um, that there's ways to work around that, that situation. I think that, it, you know, you can use blocking schemes in, a, 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 in different unique ways. Um, but I, th- I think that if you go back and watch the game, I mean, they didn't. Str- I mean, there was it wasn't the normal amount of time that Dak has where he could get all the way through three reads and then back again. But there, it, it wasn't like he didn't have enough time to operate back there. He had enough time to do what he had to do. They had a, t- I mean, clearly a ton of success throwing the football. Where where they may struggle. Uh, is is running the football? I think you know I, that's been somewhere where they've missed the physical aspects of of Tyron Smith and and with Lael Collins when he was gone. Um, but I, I mean, look, I, I think that for the Cowboys, it, you know, they shouldn't be afraid to throw the football because they're missing their tackles. I, I think that there's a tendency to go that route because you think, oh, we can't get my quarterback killed. But the but I think if you go back and watch. They were able. They were having success throwing the football against a, I think, a defensive line that, you know, probably is a better pass rush than than what the Jets are bringing in at this point on the outside, at least. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm curious to see what happens. I, I do think the Cowboys can survive a uh, a Lyle Collins injury better than they can with uh, Tyron Smith, uh, just kind of from the sense that. 
um, from the sense that I've got from you know some of the people around the team. The Cowboys believe that Tyron should be able to go. Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the receivers in this matchup because I, this is certainly a spot where uh, the Cowboys should be able to dominate. Uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, looking at the Jets cornerbacks who are less than stellar. Uh, neither are probably 100, 100% with you know Gallup still coming back from a knee injury. Cooper is dealing with a couple of different injuries. Uh, how do you expect those two to play this week? Well, I, I think that you know they they just came off obviously, like you said, uh, uh, huge huge games this last week. It, despite the fact that they lost, I mean, I think if you go back and watch how they played specifically, that they played, uh, you know, incredible. I think Cooper had a career day in yards, and um, you know, I think all of those things bared itself out as as everyone having a good day. I think at the end of the day, Cooper and Gallup are now, what, like number one and number three in receiving yards per game or, you know, something like that. I mean, so, they, you know, they're, they're finding success. They're getting open. You know, they are – they're doing their, their, their part of their jobs. Uh, I think where we need to see some success is to rely on them more. Uh, and I think especially with with the matchups they have on the outside this week, uh, I think that you know the, the, the Cowboys shouldn't be afraid to lean further into the passing attack and, and really go after those cornerbacks. Uh, you know you're, they're going to play a Greg Williams defense, so Greg Williams is going to try to uh, break the rules to hurt the quarterback. Sure. Uh, so uh, I, I don't mean that like figuratively. <laughs> like actually, that's what he wants to do. That's he what wants he wants to, to do. As much pain on the quarterback as possible. Yeah. So uh, the but the Cowboys still need to find a way to you know beat blitzes because I don't think that they can win with straightforward pass rush at least on the outside. Like I said, uh, too much. They can't take too much advantage, especially if Tyron Smith's playing. So I think that we're going to see blitzing. We're going to see some unique looking stuff. Uh, the Cowboys need to focus on getting the ball out quick to their playmakers on the outside and and letting them make hay against a, a vastly inferior defensive backfield, at least at the cornerback position. Yeah, I think this game uh, suits well for the Cowboys on offense for a couple different reasons. We know Amari Cooper is... You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't always know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you've got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They have been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past, and that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win, and they pay. It's that simple. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet on the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. If you join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code locked on to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. One of the best receivers in the league at running in breaking routes. 
Uh, one of the things that Greg Williams does as a defensive coordinator is he has what he calls an angel position, which means there's a safety about 30 to 40 yards in the middle of the field behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, why he does that, I have no idea. But that because all that he's does, blitzing because he's blitzing everybody that's in the middle shallow part of the defense. That's true. <laughs> and, the th- and the thing is, it it can be on third and one. He'll have a safety forty yards behind the, the the line of scrimmage. It can be first and ten. It doesn't really matter. But what that does allow you to do is have a lot of free you know rain in the middle of the field. If Amari catches a slant. Uh, there's not going to be a lot of traffic for him to have to operate through, right? He can, if he can catch a slant clean and get up the field, uh, it could be a long time before he sees another defender. So, uh, just something to, to watch out for this week. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about the Cowboys offense. All right, Landon, uh, the strength of the Jets defense is the interior of their defensive line. Quinnen Williams, Leonard Williams, these guys can stop the run. Uh, with the Cowboys maybe missing both of their tackles, how do you expect Dallas to try to run the ball in this game? Well, I mean, I think they need to, again, I still think they need to focus on throwing the football and, and getting that, to get, establish the pass, honestly. I mean, I think that they need to run out of more, um, you know, of more of the running out of pass formations. I think, you know, get, the defensive linemen spread out and then try, try to take advantage of them, try to make them run outside. Uh, you know, I don't know if – I haven't heard anything on C.J. Mosley, but he's still hurt, right? Yeah, I, I think Greg Williams – or not Greg Williams. Adam Gay said he's going to be doubtful at best this week. Yeah, I, I mean, without Mosley in the middle of that defense – uh, let's take advantage. Of, let's see what they've got at the linebacker. Let's spread them out, make them run corner to corner, make them get the ball outside. You know, get, I mean, they have playmakers in the middle of the field, and they've got a, a, a decided lack of playmakers on the outside uh, on multiple levels. So I, I think that's where you attack. You attack the edges. You attack the outside. You make their big t- p- tackles run all over the field. Uh, you make their linebackers maintain their gap integrity and see if how well they can handle, you know, Zeke on the second level, how well they can handle Witten, Jarwin, you know, Cobb as he's operating. And then you try to isolate these guys uh, on the outside with, with uh, Cooper and Gallup and, and let them shine. Yeah, I, as long as the Cowboys can keep Prescott moderately protected, then I would think they'd be able to have a field day with, with this defense between running the ball, passing the ball. They're just a much more talented team. And, again, even without their tackles, I think they're the much more talented offense. Uh, but like last week, it's going to come down to execution. In this Jets game, you can't have uh, missed you know, pickups and blitz stuff. You can't have drop passes when guys are wide open. You can't have balls that are thrown behind receivers or too far in front of the receivers. It's just going to be an execution-based game. But I feel pretty confident that Dallas's uh, talent should shine through. Uh, any final thoughts on the Cowboys' offense before we move on? No, I just think, you know, uh, hopefully we get either Sim- Smith or Collins and hopefully both back this week. Uh, it, but if not, I, I think what we saw last week was that the Cowboys have the ability to sort of kind of weather that storm to a certain degree if they yeah. adjust their game plan a little bit um, and, and they can actually, you know, find a way to win this game even without really, those guys. Really quickly, before we move on to defense, uh, let's assume Tyron plays. How do you handle right tackle if Collins is out? Do you slide Fleming over there where he's, you know, that's he hasn't practiced there a ton, but that's when they, the Cowboys initially signed him. That was his best spot. Or do you stick Brandon Knight out there, who I thought played pretty well for not really being prepared this week? 
I, you know, I think it's tough, a tough question because uh, I, I would think that maybe you put Fleming out there and simply because he's seen a ton more snaps. You know, and 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 Greg. Yeah, and I guess Williams, against this great Greg, Greg Williams, Williams defense, you're going to want you know, somebody who's a little bit more experienced. Yeah, yeah, it's there. He's going to try a lot of different things, and you want a guy that's seen it all. So, uh, yeah, and I, again, I think that one thing that I, I, I talked about with John owning about this on the Best Coast Boys is is that I, I feel like Brandon Knight, the next time he goes out there. Uh, I, I wonder if teams that haven't watched a little bit of tape on him now try aren't going to try to try him more on the inside, and and I, and I and I wonder if like you know I just I think that with Fleming, you know where his flaws are, you know where he may like have issues, uh, but I think that I think with 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 Knight, you know a guy that's coming into his second game now that they have tape on him, that's a lot of unknown. I, I agree. Uh, really quickly. Which edge rusher are you the most afraid of? Terrell Basham, Kyle Phillips, Jordan Jenkins, or Jordan Willis? Uh, are, are any of them playing in college? <laughs> like, because, I mean, in, in this scenario, maybe... I mean, I liked all Jordan, these guys individually. I, I, I didn't love, man, I didn't love Jordan Willis. I know that. Uh, I mean, I, as much as he was being hyped. I liked Basham. I mean, I, I thought Basham had a, had an opportunity coming into the league. I haven't really followed exactly how it's yeah. been for for with him and the Jets, but I, I know it hasn't been great. So, because yeah, remember, uh, he was not drafted by the Jets. The Colts yeah, gave no. up on him about two years. Uh, yeah. So it's it's, so it's not he's great. bounced around. Yeah, it hasn't been great for him. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, the Cowboys' defense against this Jets offense. Obviously, the Cowboys are going to want to bounce back after a pretty poor showing uh, last week against the Packers. Uh, we can talk about Sam Darnold and how much that impacts this game, uh, but I'm more interested in another topic, stopping the run. Uh, the Jets have Le'Veon Bell, who if you've watched any of the, the film from this year, and he is playing really hard, and I actually think he's playing well considering some of the circumstances and some of the quarterbacks he's had to play with. Uh, but the Cowboy fans want to know, how, do, how does the team shut down this Jets running attack after giving up over 100 yards to Aaron Jones and four touchdowns last week? Well, Le'Veon Bell shouldn't matter because running backs don't matter, right, Marcus? Amen. So, Landon, uh, you finally got it. It only took us like 300 episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I, you know, I think, uh, I, 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 yeah, I think that they need to win at the point of attack. You know, I think that really the issue I saw a lot of was defensive linemen getting out of the position, uh, losing, losing their, their gap integrity, especially inside either, Getting pushed out of the gap, getting pushed past the hole, uh, and then you know linebackers trying to make them right, and then frankly, you know, uh, Leighton Vander Esch just had a very poor game, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and just you know really struggled to finish tackles at the point uh, when he arrived at the point for the tackle, which is a thing that he's never really had problems with before. Like that's been one of the things he's been great at. Is you know he's a long arm player. He gets there, he wraps up, he brings the player down. It's it, it's been a struggle for him, um, you know. I, I mean, there was a. I, I think if the if the the Jets get away with only fifty percent as many holds as the as the Packers do, <laughs> then the Cowboys should win this game pretty handily. You know, I mean, like, I, I, because is the secret black gloves? Is that is that the secret? No, no, that's the thing that makes it infuriating, Marcus, is that we were playing with white jerseys and they had black gloves. So when when David Bactari's Mitt is inside of uh, Armstrong's helmet. 
is inside his face mask, and there was one snap, just to go off a quick thing, there was one snap where he got his face inside of Armstrong's uh, Armstrong's helmet. Armstrong takes his wrist and throws his hand out of it. Bakhtari takes his hand back and then grabs the outside and back part of his shoulder pad. So he put a hand in his face and held him in the same snap. Like... <laughs> So as long as that doesn't happen, uh, you know, again, uh, then they, they should be fine. Well, we're not playing the Packers, so that should be fine. I, 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 we're just going to need to get used to this. There's a different set of rules when you play the Packers. They 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 either know how to hold well or something else is going it's on. It's not well. It's not well because, I mean, they, they're not even good at hiding. I mean, the guy who played left guard, uh, like, I, I, his only blocking target, it seemed to be, was the ears of the ear holes of the helmets. <laughs> That's it for a mark for a ninety six. It was unbelievable. I, uh, unbelievable. I don't know how many times I turned on that all twenty two this week and got like five plays in, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not watching this. This is no. This is I did not the same thing. I, that's why it's that's why it's Thursday, and I'm talking about the all twenty two <laughs> tape because I I took me three days of frustrating watching this. Like I can't believe they got away with all this, and it's all across the offensive line. It's it's almost every single offensive lineman. Anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Jets. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about the the Cowboys edge rushers, Robert Quinn. Demarcus Lawrence uh, going against these Jets tackles. Kelvin Beecham, I don't mind. I think he's an okay tackle. He's certainly not great. Uh, Chuma Adoga was a third-round pick this year from USC. Uh, he really struggled last week. Uh, assuming, I mean, the, assuming that the Jets play a normal offense and not a three-step drop, get the ball out of Darnold's hands, how big of a disadvantage is this for the Jets here? It's pretty big. I mean, you know, I, I, I think – Despite what happened, uh, you know, I think despite what happened in the run game, especially interior-wise, and despite what happened, um, you know, with the game overall points-wise, I, I think because of the holding, I'm not getting back into that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that the pass rush had, had some had a lot of good stuff to, to like. You know, I, I think there was definitely times when. You know, Quinn was getting by with a Euro step and Lawrence is getting through double teams. You know, I, I think that the pass rush is still a successful unit. It's just, you know, there was something that was holding it back last week. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think that against the, this lesser competition, they're going to find ways to get, to get free from these guys and, uh, and, and harass them in the passing game. They got to find a way to slow down. You know, the key is to, to remove the, the two dimensional aspect of the offense, make this offense one dimensional, and then tee off on these guys. So stop the run early. Hopefully the offense scores points early and then make the Jets chase them and then they're really going to be in trouble. Yeah, if there's one flaw that Aaron, or Aaron Donald, Sam Darnold has as a quarterback, it's that he'll throw you a couple balls a game. It's just up to you to make plays. He's, he's a risk-taking quarterback, uh, and that risk is amplified when he feels pressure in the pocket. So if the Cowboys can collapse the pocket, make him feel uncomfortable, uh, I, I think they should be okay. Uh, I don't love the Jets' receivers. I think they're all okay as separate parts, but when you put them together, I don't think they make a lot of sense. They have Roby Anderson. Jamison Crowder is an okay slot receiver who we know very well from the Redskins. Uh, Chris Herndon, their tight end who was suspended, was supposed to come back this week. Uh, he actually hurt his hamstring in practice. He will not be out there. Uh, so it means you'll see some more of Ryan Griffin, who is a pretty <laughs> poor tight end. Uh, and then maybe some Demarius Thomas, who's finally healthy again, but I think he's kind of washed. Uh, it, it's not an explosive offense. Uh, I Listen, I will be extremely disappointed 
if the Cowboys give up more than 20 points in this game. Obviously, game script has a little bit of you know to do with that. But this is a, an offense that the Cowboys should shut down, even though Sam Donald's coming back from uh, his injury, correct? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a game the Cowboys should win, and they really kind of need to win at this point. So uh, there's no excuse. There's no overlooking this game to the Eagles because they need this game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if anything, this maybe what would be a trap game when you look at this game on the schedule before the season, but uh, this is not a trap game at all. Like uh, this, the, yeah, the, cow, the, the trap game was eliminated immediately after the second loss in a row. Like yeah, that's, this, is, this is a game Dallas just needs to win. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let's make our predictions, Landon. Who wins oh, this boy. game? Why? Uh, Cowboys win. Um I mean, I think they have a big bounce-back day. I mean, I, I, I'm optimistic because I think that they have the talent here. And in, even going back and watching the Packers game, it didn't – I mean, there was bad play, absolutely. But I would say about 50 – even 50% of that was, uh, you know, questionable play <laughs> in, within the rules, uh, I'll say. Um Packer fans are gonna have such a fit with this podcast. Dude, I, I, I already. Yeah, they listen, I mean, by the way, they do Peter, listen. Peter, like, Peter was so gracious to just uh, offer to fight me after I said that the Packers <laughs> were uh, uh, the the Seattle Seahawks defensive backs for offensive linemen that they just hold and hold. And they, they know they can't get them all called. Uh, anyways, I, I, I yeah, I think the Cowboys win. Let's say 35-21. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a little closer game, and not because I think the Jets are good, but I just think there's going to be a little bit of a, a hangover period from last week. I wouldn't be surprised if the first quarter starts out really slow. Maybe even the Jets take a small lead, three to nothing, seven to nothing. I don't know. Uh, I do think in the second half the Cowboys should be able to impose their will, uh, especially through the air. Uh, I'm looking at like a 21-17 type of game. Maybe the Jets score late to, to make it a little closer than what it is. But uh, I do anticipate the Cowboys winning this game. And you know you know how normally pessimistic I am about the Cowboys, but I, I feel pretty good that Dallas is going to win this one. If they don't, then we're gonna have we're gonna have some kind of podcast on Monday. That's going to be the ultimate <laughs> panic button podcast if we uh, if we lose this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly know how I, I won't want to be around to talk to you about, about it. <laughs> Good Lord, you'll be insufferable. Uh, I, I, my, and by my you, hand, I mean, by you, I mean you, you as a proxy to 90% of Cowboys Nation. Yes, my yes. hand will be just on the, the panic button, jamming it down as hard as I yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lock on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.